You know what I hate? Boxes. That's something I have run from my entire life, because y'all, none of us are meant to live within a box. I am a woman of many facets, loving things from business to relationships to health and wholeness and faith, and that's what you're going to get here. Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining me on the Rebecca Danny Show. I like to say I am a black and bougie believer giving you some real honest talk on life. Hello, you guys, and well, happy new year. It is, uh, we're officially in 2022. That is crazy. Um, it has been a hot minute, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, getting back in front of this mic after taking such a long little break is a little scary, to be honest. It's like, oh, wow, I haven't exercised this muscle in a little bit. So um, got to get back into the mindset of, you know, doing it. So um, but it's fun. It's so exciting to be back with you guys. Um, oh, my gosh. One thing that I just want to actually say is even though I've taken a little bit of a break during the holidays, um, I've still been seeing so many new downloads and new subscribers. And yeah, it's really exciting. I want to say for all of you new faces out there, <laughs> thank you so much for subscribing, for listening in, uh, for following along. Um, yeah, I last year towards the end of the year I created a brand new podcast Instagram so if you haven't already gone and followed that go ahead and do it it is at the Rebecca Danny show uh, you can find it on Instagram and yeah follow along share with me what you love what you enjoy maybe even some things that you would love to hear uh, talked about in this new year I'm going to be having on some fun guests this year and start to hone in on some specific topics uh, that I've been wanting to hit on for a little bit. So yes, what are we talking about in this first podcast of the year? Well, y'all, I just, January 1st uh, was the seven year anniversary of my first business that I started back in college, which is crazy. Um... I cannot believe it's been seven years. It actually has been like, wait, what? <laughs> has it been that long? But it has. And, you know, as I've been taking some time to like think about, you know, what have I really learned over the last seven years? What are some of the things that have developed? I mean, I've said this before, but I have grown the most being an entrepreneur than anything else. I mean, my faith has grown the most being an entrepreneur than anything else. So, um, yes, I'm actually really excited to do this episode. I really want to just dive into seven things that I feel like have been traits that have stood out over the last seven years, things that I've, um, had to hone and accept and adapt to um, as I've been on this entrepreneurial journey, as I've been a business owner, all of that stuff. It has been wild, a wild seven years. Okay, so I'm just going to dive in and hit some of these different things. So number one, uh, I would say the number one thing that I have learned over the last seven years, or I would say I've had to accept is if I do not know who I am and what I'm here to do, I will not stay the course. 
you must know who you are. That is like first and foremost when it comes to pursuing anything. It could be entrepreneurship. It could be what whatever dream you're pursuing, life in general. Um, who are you? What is the purpose on your life? And um, and what are you going after? So it's like purpose and vision, getting extremely clear on that. And if you have not taken the time to do that, if there's still fuzziness, obviously we don't know exactly how everything's going to play out, but there is a purpose on every single one of our lives and there's a vision. Um, I mean, it says in the word, those without vision, the people will perish. So you have to have purpose and vision. And basically what this is, is your why. Why are you doing this? Um, it's always going to come back to that. Anything as people, we are a purposeful being. Everything we do uh, typically has purpose in it. And if it doesn't have purpose, then we're basically running on autopilot. Um, and then once we finally wake up, we're like, wait, why, why am I doing this? So yes, getting really, really, really clear. That is one of the biggest things I've had to do over the last seven years is get really clear on who am I? What have I been created for? What is the thing that's on my life that I'm meant to bring to the world that only I can bring to the world? No one else can affect the world in the way that I can affect the world. So what is that thing? And y'all, that wasn't something that came overnight. That was time, lots and lots of time and hours spending, uh, reflecting, being with Jesus, uh, sitting with him, understanding his desire for my life, understanding the dreams that, I, that are on my heart. Um, you know, one phrase I, I love to, it just kind of shifted a lot of things that, you know, a lot of times the dreams that are actually on your heart and the calling of God on your life are actually one and the same. I mean, you are his dream. There's not really a separation between that. So you living out those desires is actually it's its purpose in and of itself. So um, there's a place for you to start if you're wondering how to start. So getting really, really clear, spending time reflecting, doing the work. If you need to, you know, get a coach, if you need to uh, find a, a mentor, whatever it is that you need to do in order to help draw out that purpose and that vision that is on your life that God has set forth uh, in motion when he dreamt you up, get aligned with that. That is what keeps you on the course. That is what keeps you focused every single time you want to steer away. Every single time you're like, oh, you're doubting, discouragement comes, all that kinds of stuff. Um, it brings you right back. And you're like, wait, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm here. This is why, you know, every single day when I'm doing these menial business tasks that I don't really care for, <laughs> there's purpose in this. Uh, there's a reason it, uh, I'm answering all these emails, okay? Look, I don't care what kind of business you own, <laughs> what kind of entrepreneur you are, there are things that you do not enjoy doing. There are different things that you're like, I just don't like doing this. And yeah, those are the things. When you're in the middle of the thick of that and you're doing it and you're wondering why am I doing this? And then you got to point back to, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's this bigger picture. That's why I'm doing this. So that is number one, purpose and vision, getting extremely, extremely clear on who you are and what you are here to do. Okay, so number two is very close to purpose and vision, but it's different. It is mission, meaning 
how am I walking this out? How is this work that I'm doing contributing to this overall vision? So, you know, that's the thing. So purpose and mission, I'm sorry, purpose and vision typically don't shift a lot. When you're looking at overall life vision, life purpose, those things don't typically shift. Like the the calling that's on your life, those are typically pretty constant. What does shift very often is the mission, the how it is walked out. So think of mission. I, I have a whole episode on outlining what the differences of purpose, vision, and mission is. Um, but mission is think of the vehicle of how you are walking out who you are and where you see yourself going. So yeah, that vehicle could look like in one season, I'm working for this corporate company and I am a manager and I'm learning all these sets of skills. I'm learning all these tools Um, And it is completely contributing to the overall vision of my life. But in three to five years, that can shift. And now it's like, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. And this is specifically the vehicle that I'm doing. And I'm specifically, you know, in my life, I've been walking out, you know, this event company that I've built. Um, I love what I've built here. This is not what I thought I would be building when I was younger. Um, But the amount of things that I have learned within this business has been, oh my gosh, I, yeah, I couldn't even map out all the things that I've learned as a business owner with this particular vehicle. And so know that your mission uh, changes, but when you get really, really clear, this is something that I've started to, yeah, it, it helped me so much when I got really clear on how is this particular vehicle contributing to the overall vision, contributing to the overall purpose of why I'm here. Um, and then it allows for you to not to get stuck. Um, if that vehicle changes, if your mission changes, if how you're walking out changes, you don't think that you've missed it. You're realizing, no, this was just a piece of the puzzle to get me to that overall vision. Um, I didn't miss it. I am not failing, but actually that thing, I, I, I've officially completed it. And now it's time for me to put it down and to move on to the next vehicle that's going to continue to prepare me for walking out the rest of my life yeah so when you think about and you get really really clear on that how is this work contributing um it removes all of that i failed it removes all of that did i miss it um is this the thing (laughs) that is probably one of the biggest questions um i would get asked all the time in coaching sessions is is, you know is this the thing i don't want to like step out in this one thing and then it's not it and, you know, then everything becomes high stakes and we get stuck and we never actually take any action because it's like, well, you know, this could change. And it's like, yeah, it actually could change and it probably is going to change. So um, do what's in front of you. Continue to do it until you feel like it's done. Put it down and move on to the next thing. So, yes, that is number two. Okay, number three is deal with your stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay, here's the thing. If you're not doing the internal work, which is the real work, let's be honest, it will come up. No doubt. There is no doubt that if you do not deal with your stuff, if there are things, um, whether it be past pain, trauma, 
you know, relationships that you need to, you know, forgive or, you know, dealing with your own beliefs about yourself. Um, if those things are not, if that internal work is not being done, you will, it will rear its head as you are going after the thing you want to go after. Um, as you are building the business, you will, every time you try to take a step forward, every time you try to, you know, take a risk, every time you try to, you know, all of it, put yourself out there, show up, uh, you will be met with yourself. And it's the version of yourself that's on autopilot that believes very old limiting beliefs uh, that is wanting to stay within your comfort zone um, that is, you know, very comfortable and very familiar with old ways of doing things. That is the, the person that you're competing with every single day. You're not competing with other people. It, literally, there is no competition with other people at all. You are competing with yourself. Even when you see someone else doing something and you're like, oh man, they're better than me. That is, that's you. <laughs> and, and really what's coming up is your own uh, belief system. And so, yes, dealing with your stuff, taking the time to do the personal work, get a therapist, get a counselor, get a coach, um, do the internal work, whatever it is that you have to do to address those limiting beliefs, to address uh, what it is that you actually hold true, those subconscious autopilot uh, patterns, look at them, become aware of them. Here's the thing, most of the time they do not go away. I, yes, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Most of the time they do not go away. It's not like fear or self-doubt or, you know, it's not like you get to the point to where they just never show up. That is not the case. That's not where you're aiming for. What you're aiming for is to where you overcome those things. They actually start to have far less power in your life and you have the tools, the resources, the support to when they show up, like it's almost like think of yourself walking on a street somebody comes and runs up to you like, hey, with a knife, they're like, I'm gonna take your stuff. In you know, at first you may be like, oh my God, I'm going to surrender to this thing. He has a knife. I'm going to give him all my stuff. That's what, that's what negative beliefs and limiting beliefs do to us. And when we don't have the support, we, when we don't have the tools, we just give in. We're like, oh, okay, this is who I am. This is what's happening in my life. I will never get there. And we just get stuck there. Um, but then when you realize that, let's say, you know, you got that same scenario again, <laughs> I don't know why this is the first thing that pops in my head, but you're walking on the street and he comes up with a knife and you got a bazooka <laughs> in your pocket. You know, it's like you realize I actually have more power here. I'm sorry. You are no threat. Get out of my way. And then it's like, ooh. And then all of a sudden he has his hands up, drops the knife and he's walking away because he's like, ooh, let me not mess with her. This is what happens when you do the internal work. It's not that those things don't try to come and it's not that they're going to uh, stop showing their face. It's the fact that you realize you have far more power over them than they do over you. You just take the keys back. I'm going to take the keys back to my house. I'm sorry you're not welcome here. Actually, no. Get off my lawn. I'm putting up the boundaries. You, no, you're not welcome here. Sorry, get off my couch. Get out the door. Get off my lawn. Thank you. Those are my lines. 
Okay. So that's what happens when you do the internal work. So deal with your stuff because it will come up anytime you are pursuing anything that you care about those limiting beliefs because here's the thing a lot of times we can go through life if we're not actually pursuing something we really deeply care about we can go through life on autopilot and those beliefs can actually fly under the radar we're not aware of them because we're not really stepping out that much so we're not really getting outside of our comfort zone but the moment we start to get close to the edge of our comfort zone that's when you start to become aware of like oh wait something's there because the beliefs are like uh excuse me where are you going? <laughs> what, why are we trying to get off the couch right now? We're, we're real comfortable here. And that's when you start realizing, wait, something's going on here. Wow, this really scares me. Wow, I am doubting myself so much. Oh, I don't feel capable. I don't feel enough. All those things start to come up as you start to go after and build things that you actually care about that's going to step you outside of the life that you've been currently living. So deal with the stuff do the work that needs to be done so that you can overcome those things okay actually before i go on to number four i'm not gonna lie when i said bazooka gum <laughs> i just said it again <laughs> instead of saying gun i said gum which there actually is bazooka bubble gum i don't know if anybody remembers that but anyways i thought about that okay number four is Literally, faith without action is not faith at all. That has become so true in the last seven years that I've started to realize, oh my gosh, like how it says in the word, faith without works is dead. If you are not actually taking any sort of action in the direction of the thing that you have faith for, you actually do not have faith for it that was a pretty hard one for me to accept. And I was like, dang, that's pretty convicting, to be honest. Um, I remember hearing this phrase that just kind of dropped in my spirit one day. And it was like, there are big rewards for bold moves of faith. And I mean, I just feel like that speaks to the same thing. I That is something that the Lord has consistently challenged me in is getting out of the boat, taking big, bold moves in faith, believing and trusting and surrendering. I don't know exactly how this is going to happen, but I'm going to move and I'm going to trust and I'm going to believe and I'm going to have faith here because... Yeah, because I am a woman of faith. We are faithful people. That's what it means to be faithful is to believe and to trust. So that is one of the things that has probably, I, I said it in the beginning of this podcast, my faith has grown the most as an entrepreneur than in any other, like there's been no other thing that I've walked into in my life that has pruned <laughs> my faith as much as entrepreneurship. So that is number four. Okay, so number five is be a student and a learner. That is also something that has been so important over these last seven years is that, you know, I haven't been in school this entire time, but I've been a student this whole time and I will continue to be a student. There is so much every single time I am learning something else and I'm implementing that within my business I'm learning a new thing that I'm like okay like actually I can do that better I can actually upgrade that which pretty much is the same as 
learning how to be very flexible, learning how to be uh, very adaptable. Um, these are some characteristic traits that comes with being a student and being a learner, because as you learn, as you grow, as you are moldable, then you're able to adjust and adapt to actually, I, I didn't know that all. And I just learned a better way. So I'm going to implement that better way. And then it's like the moment you implement that, I mean, that's what's beautiful about learning. And that's what's beautiful about having a, a heart that is teachable is that more and more and more wisdom and understanding comes to you. Those who have that posture of heart are constantly gaining more, constantly understanding more, constantly uh, building upon more and more and more wisdom. And so, yeah, having a heart and a posture of uh, being a learner and being a student. So find people that you can learn from, um, find people that you can, yeah, that you I won't, I won't even say trust. Uh, I would say just find people that are in a similar lane as you that you're like, okay, you are further along. Let me learn from what you've done. Let me, um, what can I gain from you? What can I understand? What can I maybe adjust and uh, grow in? So yes, be a student and be a learner. Okay, that was number five. So okay, number six is you win if you don't quit that oh my gosh that has been a thing so if you want to learn how to break the cycle of sabotage like if you have dealt with sabotage and you find that every time you go to start something or you have this idea and you're like oh my god I'm gonna do this thing I feel so much life on it I feel Jesus I feel you know all this stuff and you go to start doing it and then all of a sudden it's like a couple months down your road you're like oh yeah remember that project I was gonna start <laughs> if that I'm not even gonna lie I have a struggle with that too so this is <laughs> look okay so if that is something that you've dealt with and you've realized like you know I find myself getting really excited about something and then all of a sudden it was just a past little thing that I was gonna try if you really want to break that cycle of sabotage when the next time you have something that you're like, I feel so much life on this, I feel, you know, whatever it is, is to do it, finish it, complete it. There's something, I don't even know how to explain it within English. It is like almost spiritual. I can feel it, but it's sometimes hard to explain it in English. There is something about finishing and completing something. It actually builds a sh internal strength in you that you can overcome and accomplish hard things. Almost that exact uh, internal trait of like, wait, I am strong. I can do this. I am a badass. Like that, <laughs> when you gain that strength and you have a, things to pull from a lot of times we fall into old patterns again and to limiting beliefs again because we don't have anything to pull from like we have so much more evidence going for us in the areas of actually you don't you don't know how to follow through you don't really complete projects you're not really good at doing this 
And, you know, every time we go down that rabbit hole and we get into that spiral, there's all these moments of evidence of like, remember when you started this project? Remember when you started this project? Remember when you started this project? And you got all these files of evidence as to how you are not somebody who follows through or, you know, enter in whatever thing comes up for you when it comes to sabotage. You begin to break that and build a different habit when you actually complete things. And guess what? It can be really, really small. Start small. I'm not telling you to be like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to start with finishing this book. And maybe that is huge. Maybe you've never finished something to that scale. Maybe start something small of like, actually, I am just going to complete my outline. And that is the thing I'm going to complete. And it's like, oh, I did the outline. I got this whole thing down. I know exactly what I'm writing on chapter one, chapter two, like those moments of completion, they are building internal systems inside of you that is going for the other side, not the limitation, but the possibility, what is possible for you. So you win if you do not quit, if you stay the path and you actually just even if it's something, okay, here's the thing, you know, I, I'm an extremely emotional person. Um, yeah. And, and there are times when I feel like, I feel really excited about this and I feel like I want to do this. And then there's times when I don't feel that. And I'm like, I don't really want to do this at all. <laughs> but here's the thing. I mean, I can talk about this in so many different areas of life. I mean, even in like marriage, there are times when you feel so in love and there's times when you don't feel in love, but you're like, I've committed to this person. And then all of a sudden tomorrow you feel so in love again. <laughs> that happens because guess what? Our emotions are so fluid and they're constantly changing, constantly changing. What does not change is our commitment, our decision to say yes to something and to follow through and to be steadfast and to persevere. Those are the things, those traits build internal structures inside of us. So you win if you do not quit. This will literally break the cycle of sabotage in your life. Okay, and then the last thing that I'm going to say, number seven, I actually had eight, I'm not going to lie, but... I kind of already said the, <laughs> the other one. So I'm just gonna go with this one. So number seven is you cannot do this alone. You need support. Um, you must, 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 must. I don't care if you are a solopreneur and you're the only person on your team. You're the only person in your business. That's fine. But it does not matter if you're a solopreneur or you have a company and you have employees or whatever, you need to have a system of support in place. Reason being, and that system of su support can be, I have a group of friends who knows what I'm doing. They um, are supporting me. They believe in me as a person. I have family members. I have a coach. I have a therapist. Um, you, the reason why this is so important is because when you are going after something, when you are building something that you care about, I mentioned this in number three, your stuff will come up. There are moments when you will get so discouraged and doubt will come and you will doubt every decision you have made up until that point. And if you do not have those systems in place, if you do not have that place of support, those people that you can go to, to remind you of what's true, to remind you of who you are, to remind you of you are capable of this, you can do this, you will quit. 
you will continue to quit and you'll keep being in that cycle of I start and I stop, I start and I stop, I start and I stop. You have to have those systems of support. And guess what? Those tools and those systems of support also are, the reason I'm saying this is because this is what's part of my system of support. What are actual things that I can do myself to get myself into a place of hope and faith and trust and possibility and abundance when I start to doubt and discourage and feel like, oh, I'm not capable. I'm not enough. So some of those systems of support for me, yes, is a coach. I have my own coach, is a therapist, is my friends, is family members, um, is my husband, is, but then the, the, the things that I can do on my own, I have certain meditations that I will do with five minutes. If I am feeling discouraged, if I am feeling doubt, if I just got off a call with a client and all of a sudden I feel discouraged, I will pause for five minutes and put my meditation on and get myself right back into a place of abundance and hope. Because look, ain't nobody got time to be having these things stolen from us in the middle of the day. So meditations, I do EFT tapping. I love tapping. There is an app, find it. Um, it's called Emotional Freedom Tapping Techniques. So that is another tool that I have. Another tool that I have is I have certain, I mean, I have things posted all in my office. Like I have certain affirmations posted. I have certain scriptures posted. I have the vision of my life posted. Where am I going? Where am I headed? All of these things are tools and systems of support. They help remind me of Becca, you are doing this. You can do this. You are capable of doing this. Discouragement will come. Doubt will come. This is why we need these tools and these systems in place. When you're feeling good, you may think you don't need them. And, oh, I don't really have to do the work because, like, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm on this high. That high will leave. <laughs> I promise you that high will leave. Um, and when you're not on that high, you will really need those systems of support. So that is probably, yeah, that is something that I would say is whew, so, 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 so important. So yeah, y'all. <laughs> so those are seven things that I feel like over the last seven years, as I've been an entrepreneur, I have, um, I've had to learn the hard way, each of those things myself. I've had to go through my own and I'm still learning them. I have not arrived y'all. There's no such thing as arriving, first of all, but I'm still learning them. But here's the thing. These are things that I have gotten hit with over the last seven years. They've, they've confronted me and I've had to face these situations. I've had to face these um, circumstances. And these are some of the things that have gotten built within me where I'm realizing this is actually so important. If I want to continue on this journey of not only entrepreneurship, but just constantly growing, constantly evolving, constantly becoming the woman that I know God dreamt up for me, um, I mean, I'm already her. That's the thing. Let's just say that. I am already her. But being on that journey, being on that road, and yeah, these are the things that are so important, that are so needed to help you get there. So yeah, I am so happy to share these things with you guys. Um, I would love to know if there's something that really resonated with you, if there's something that stood out to you that you're like, oh my gosh, that 
that is where I'm at right now. That is what I'm learning right now. That is what I'm developing right now. Um, yeah, share it with me. I would love to know. So thank you guys for listening in and catch you soon. Hey y'all, thanks for listening in on today's episode. I would love to further connect with you. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Rebecca Danny, on Twitter at the Rebecca Danny, and check out our website at www.rebeccadanny.com. Thank you again. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, show your girl some love, and I will catch you real soon.